Hello, I'm Juliet Graham, a managing associate in the employee incentives team here at Linklaters. And I'm Harry Meek, an associate in the team. In this podcast, we're going to discuss the EBA's draft regulatory technical standards, which set out the criteria for identifying material risk takers under the Investment Firms Directive, or IFD. The standards are open for consultation until 4th of September. So the IFD and this RTS are primarily relevant to Class 2 investment firms, including any asset manager with assets under management of at least 1.2 billion euros. The IFD requires firms to identify staff of a material impact on the investment firm's risk profile. These staff are commonly referred to as material risk takers, or MRTs for short, though you may also hear the terms identified staff or code staff used to describe them. Once identified, their variable pay becomes subject to other requirements, such as 40-60% to of it being deferred over 3-5 to years, and at least half of it being paid in non-cash instruments. For more details on what these rules are, see our recent client publication. If you haven't received this and would like to, just drop, drop one of us an email and get in touch. And this is going to have a big impact for a lot of firms who, up until now, may not have needed to identify MRTs under such prescribed criteria, and then apply onerous rules to their remuneration. So under the RTS, there are two sets of criteria for identifying MRTs, so-called qualitative criteria, which look at the individual's role, and quantitative criteria, which look at the individual's pay. Yes, and the main focus of the qualitative criteria is on staff who have managerial responsibility. This obviously captures the management body and senior management, but in addition, staff with managerial responsibility for certain areas such as control functions, specific business units or activities related to the firm's risk parameters, referred to in the IFD as K-factors, are caught. K-factors are the capital factors that will be used by firms under the IFD to assess their classification and capital requirements, and which give a proxy for the level of risk posed by an investment firm. For further detail, please see the recent client publication from our financial regulatory team. Again, if you haven't received this and would like to, please don't hesitate to get in touch. But the qualitative criteria aren't meant to be exhaustive. Firms are also expected to consider whether other categories of staff who, though not caught by the specified criteria, will still have a material impact on the firm's risk profile. If they do, they'll also need to be identified as MRTs. That neatly brings us onto the other type of criteria, the quantitative criteria. Okay, so if the staff member earns at least €500,000 and at least the average pay of the management body and senior management... And this includes the pay of any non-executives, so they're bringing the average down then they are caught and should be identified as an MRT. In addition, staff are caught if they are paid at least the same as certain qualitative MRTs or are in the 0.3% of highest earners for firms with over 1,000 staff members. But it's possible to exclude staff who are identified under the quantitative criteria if they don't actually have a material impact on the firm's risk profile in practice. But if you're seeking to exclude someone who earns at least €750,000 or is in the top 0.3% of earners, you'll first need approval from the local regulator. And if the individual earns at least €1,000,000, the regulator will only give approval in exceptional circumstances and has to first inform the UBA. We hope you found this podcast interesting. If you'd like to speak in any more detail about anything we've discussed, then please do get in touch.